Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. We're back inside Froggy 92.9! Amber, Tanner, Jen, Dano, inside the studio, you're here with us and the podcast. Not only did we take, you know, a three-day weekend, but also we took last week off the podcast, too, so... Sort we of earned it. Super slacking. Today's the most Mondayest Tuesday of the year. Real. And I would say we were all well rested, and we had to <laughs> really what we had to do is we had to mentally get prepared for Belly last Friday night. Is <laughs> lit. Which was we did a we all the four of us and a few other of our radio friends, Danny Wright from ninety seven point seven The River, Mike DeWall from KSRO. Few others were there, and we all just like it was kind of our COVID blowout. Like, hey, I haven't seen you in twelve months, and even if I've seen you in the hallway, we certainly haven't hung out because no one's hanging out. And, I mean, uh, we had uh, Courtney, who used to be in the building and on Hot 1017. She came down with her fiance, and I haven't seen her for like I think I saw her January of last year. Right, it'd been that long. So like a right year before COVID. Yeah. Well. So we went to our, our favorite, our, our spot. If you're going to ever find us meeting up somewhere, it's either Chili's or <laughs> uh, Belly Left Coast Kitchen, downtown Santa Rosa. So we got a shout out, Chef Gray and the staff, yes. our server. Everybody was phenomenal there. Yeah. And uh, they showed us really nice hospitality. If you are looking to blow off some steam, check out that place or just anywhere in downtown Santa Rosa. A lot of the streets are still closed. So you still got the walking thing going on, the parklets. It's a lot of fun. And I, we all had a blast, so... Just shout out to eating out. Yeah. yeah. Again. And that fried chicken sandwich, man. Woo! Is it good? Dude, I almost went and got one on Saturday <laughs> because really? it was so good. I had it too. It was bonkers. It was so good. So good. I had never had hot chicken before I went to Nashville and everyone told me about it. I didn't understand what it was because I'm like, oh, is it like a spicy buffalo wing? No. It's a little different. And as soon as I... Do they have it in Georgia? Is it a thing in Georgia or only in Tennessee? Not really. I mean, we have, we have fried chicken in like sauces but not like hot dipped burn your lips off type hot chicken that's how chicken should be (laughs) it definitely helped me drink my beer faster (laughs) (laughs) the sandwich that gray has is a hot chicken sandwich and sort of once you have hot hot chicken the first time you're like oh oh it's oh it's really okay but then about like two hours later you're like like kind of fiending for more it's like it's addictive yeah i wanted one immediately the next day and i was like dude don't do it (laughs) eat a salad (laughs) so we all tell one story from our lives nice i did a salad on monday too wow i did a salad today so what's up hey salad game bring back that hashtag salad (laughs) i told amber i was like i'm gonna run home and get a salad she goes oh you're gonna be talking about it all day She even texted me. Did she really? She's like, just so you know, Tanner's going to tell you he went home to eat a salad. (laughs) Heads up. (laughs) So we always tell one story from our lives, from the the station, from behind the scenes, and from country music, uh, any one of those categories. We always come up with a fun way to figure out who's going to tell their story first. I want to know... What was the longest amount of time that you slept this weekend? How much did you sleep in this three-day weekend? Was it seven hours, eight hours, ten hours? What was your longest stretch, Amber? I can show you on my Fitbit, but Friday night, I, after belly, I slept for 12 hours straight. Oh, I'm dang. so incredibly jealous. It was incredible. No wake-ups? 
there might have been a few wake ups. I'll look like probably to go to the bathroom because if I didn't, I would have wet the bed for sure. <laughs> right? Well, now you got like, me thinking. Actually, I want to check my because I have the Garmin. Same thing. But I saw it and I was like, oh, I God. yeah. Well, to all the other folks that don't have an app monitoring their sleep, I think I got <laughs> ten hours on 10? Saturday. Probably okay. seven. Yeah. That, uh, my cats don't let me sleep. And my, what does my walk? Who needs kids? I got cats. Yeah, exactly. Okay, 12 hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> it says awake an hour and 18 minutes, but it's like that's combined throughout the night. So the red little thingies are when I woke up. So it's just like. That's creepy. Me, yeah, it just monitors your heart rate and your breathing. Light sleep's good if you get a lot of that. How much deep sleep do you get? Not a lot. A total of like an hour and 55 minutes. but None. I got my God, that's about what I get. So I was in on Monday yesterday. I definitely slept in eight hours and 29 minutes. To slept till 8 a.m. Wow. Living dangerously. <laughs> Can't believe the kids didn't have the house on fire by then. But this is perfect then. So Amber, you're first. You're, you slept in the most. 12. 12 Sheesh. hours. You're first. Your story first. Well, first of all, do you guys think I'll ever be able to do this again? 12? Yeah. Probably. If we go get, if we go drink at Belly again. Because <laughs> <laughs> all those fog belt uh, hazy IPAs. That's what I was drinking. Made me hazy. So I told the story on the show, and I guess the, the prompt is, have you ever been in an awkward situation like this? And if so, what did you do? Or if you were me, what would you have done in this situation? Take it as you may. I went to a barbecue yesterday at the Jukatan's house. They work for the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office. Um, Jason? And... No, I do know Jason, though, but this is Jeremy okay. and Christina. His brother sister? Mm -mm. No. They were at the crab feed that Tanner and I emceed like a couple years ago for the fundraiser oh, okay. that you set up with Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just met Jeremy and Christina there, and they seemed to like Tanner and I. So they invited us to this barbecue this weekend, and I was like, okay, I, don't, I don't, won't know anyone there, but... It's pre-COVID, I mean, post-COVID. I'll go and try to meet people and network and be a person again. So I went and I like just said my name was Amber and like introduced Cole or whatever. I didn't really tell people what I did because I feel like, why would I do that? They started asking me, you know, like there was one girl that was like, so how do you know Christine and Jeremy? And I was like, oh, I met them at a fundraiser a couple years back for the Canine Association. She was like, okay, what were you doing there? Like, why were you at the fundraiser? And I was like, oh, well, I work for Froggy, and they just put that together for us. And Tanner and I went and helped, or my co-host went and helped. And I don't even think I said that. I just said, we went and helped. So she's like, oh, yeah, Froggy. She's like, I, you know, I used to listen to Froggy when Rob and Joss were on, but that new morning show, like, I just can't get into it. She said, I just hadn't been getting into it. <laughs> and I went... Oh, man, that, I'm sorry to hear that. And then Cole, like, was, like, apparently behind my back, like, pointing to me. And everyone at the table got dead silent. And she goes, wait, that's you, isn't it? Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't going to tell her it was me. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to leave it as, oh, that's, that, that, that sucks, you know. That's a shame. She felt really bad. And I don't think she said anything that bad. But... What would you guys have done in the situation? Like, if you were me, would you have just been like, oh, no, that's a shame, and just rolled on with it? Or would you have, like, told her and been like, 
I'm that new morning show, biash. <laughs> Just kidding, she was a really nice person. I feel like because it was a work-related thing, I would have absolutely done the same thing as you did and just kind of <laughs> let it go. But if it was a situation where, like, they were insulting me as a person and I wasn't related to the station, I probably would have said something. <laughs> but I would never want to put, like, the station in right. an awkward mm. situation. Um, I have no problem defending myself when it's defending me, but when it's the station, I do try and keep my mouth shut. Unless I'm defending Dano at Country Summer, then all bets are off. The board short situation? No, there or was, that was the guy thing. who there was a guy who called Dano a name, and it oh. was the end of Sunday of Country Summer, and I was not having it. Were we there? I had revealed mm-hmm. the score of the Warriors NBA Finals game. Apparently, this guy thought he was going to live in a cone of silence. Ooh. About the results of the game because he was gonna go. Was it like DVR. the last one? No, it was okay. like game three or oh, something. Oh, if it's game three, who and we cares? were playing it at several bars on the premises. Yeah, like, and I went on stage. I was like, "Well, the Warriors won." The guy like freaked out about it. It's a sidetrack story, but yeah. Jen got me back, and it was nice. Yes. <laughs> and uh, also, he can watch it on his phone if he really wants to. We live in the twenty first century. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. I think I would have played into it a little bit, kind of dug to see what this person's true feelings were. But like, if someone was like, oh, I just can't get into that, you know, new morning show on Froggy, which are we the new morning show? Because it's only almost been three years, but in radio terms, that's still the new I mean, morning I show. Yes, compared to 13, yeah. yeah. We only got 10 years ago. <laughs> but I would have just been like, yeah. I'll be that... in a nursing home by then. <laughs> but like, yeah, that guy on that show is especially annoying. And just see what I could reveal out of this person and just act like I'm just a normal person. Be like, what? The guy's name starts with like a T, right? Does these prank calls annoying? And then just let them just make a butt yeah. out of themselves and then just keep it to myself later. I don't think yeah. there's a world... Especially doing what we do because we want to protect the station of being like, well, guess what? I'm Amber. Boom, hammer in the face. I well, obviously she didn't know that much about the show because, like, I told her what my name was. That's true. But she didn't know that we're Amber and Tanner in the morning. Like, she just didn't make that connection. Unless yeah. you guys think that she knew. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> it seems pretty genuine to me. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I think I have, whenever I've gotten complaints about the station over the years, I gotta tell you guys, I used to get complaints about Robin Jaws too. Not all the time, but I would, get, I, would get, I would get people would be like, I don't like Robin Jaws, and so I would I would always make a point. It's a great opportunity to ask someone. Oh, interesting. Can you tell me what it is you don't like? Yeah, yeah. And then see if you get any feedback. And then a lot of times, like if you ask someone a question like that, or if you say, "Wow, you sound like you're really upset," the brain does this weird thing where they're like. Wait, am I upset? Wait, what is that I don't like about them? And then sometimes it can cause them to like re-jigger in their head like what they actually think about something. One. Two, I've done exactly what she's done. I've done exactly what she's done. I was at St. Jude and I was talking to a gal who was on a show and I didn't know it. I was talking crap about the show. Ooh. What happened? That's all. That's all. That she, nothing. She was very nice about it, and then I was just like, I gotta leave this table. You're like, I'm booking an early flight. <laughs> I'm leaving. I I'm not even drinking right now, and made a huge mistake. <laughs> so it happens. it happens. Hey, you can't be everyone's cup of tea. 
So that, what yeah. was the what was the resolution? My fiance was with me, and he decided to give her crap the rest of the day. So <laughs> it was Typical all in good fun. <laughs> no, 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 it was all in good fun. Like everybody there was just this, like, "Hey, Tina, do you want some Doritos?" Oh, wait, sorry, you probably aren't into those yet. Like it was like little things like that to like diffuse the situation. But I was not saying anything. I was like, "Please do not make her feel bad." Like my feelings were not hurt. Like. Her and I hit it off in the beginning, and she's a wedding planner, so we were talking about wedding things. But that situation did make it like a little awkward for at least like five minutes. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't want her to feel bad, but I think you handled it. Ha- it, it happens, yeah. yeah. I think it, you made a new fan. That's what everyone said. They were like, maybe she'll listen. And she's like, well, I don't have a radio in my car. And I was like, okay. Doesn't sure. have a radio in her car. What does she I have, like know. an orchestra <laughs> playing in the backseat? <laughs> I don't know. She was trying to explain it to me, and I was like, I'm not. It's fine. It's We have an app. <laughs> I think I'm at work. Anyway, that's my story. I think you handled it great. And I think, you know, inevitably, if someone doesn't like you, that means that they listen to it. That means that you're making an impact. It's in radio. You almost—it's almost worse to be the person that they don't even know your name. Yeah. Like if you're some voice tracker who does middays on a station that barely exists, like, and you're like, "Oh, I work for this station." And they're like, "Who?" You're like, "I don't <laughs> even know what that radio station is." Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's worse than oh, I don't like so and so. They at least know you exist. You know? Yeah. And there were a couple of people there that once that happened, they were like, "Wait." that's you I didn't even recognize you and I was like well you don't because I'm like I'm on the radio <laughs> you wouldn't like recognize my face it's a face for radio yeah Stop. <laughs> when shows change there's something about like fetch isn't a thing like the like what you can tell that when there's something new it's like they're trying to make something happen you know and you're, and there's some people who are like you're not gonna be my friend stop trying to be my friend and then if whatever you do like breaks through to them whether it's at a remote or a barbecue or on stage or whatever then all of a sudden it's like total flip and they're like you know i'm really getting into amber and tanner i like them you know, there's it's it's weird how people are like that. They're yeah. resistant, and then all of a sudden, it's like total sea change. That's a big thing I miss about going out, doing remotes, being out in the right. community, because I think, you know, since we were out so much meeting people, you know, I think it really built a lot of strong connections between Amber and I and our listeners, and there's still definitely those strong bonds there, but I think I'm just really looking forward to getting out again to work on that again. I feel like radio is the only real industry where that's the reaction immediately when there's change. MTV, like if a different VJ ho- started hosting a new mm-hmm. show, no one cares. There's literally characters on Days of Our Lives that <laughs> have been, been played by 23 different <laughs> yeah. people. And it's the same people. Hold up. There's only one Stefano. <laughs> there's there's um. only one Stefano <laughs> and Marlena. But that's what, like, no one cares. It's just like, and there's yeah. not even an announcement about it. It's no. just like, you were watching on Wednesday, and then on Thursday, it's like, oh, okay, this guy now plays Bloody Who. I, I accept who? this. Well, I was getting literally a bikini wax, and the lady <laughs> was telling me, like, she was really sad that Robin Joss left. And I was just like, have you listened to, like, our show at all? She's like, no, but I'll give it a try now that I've met you in more ways than one. So, <laughs> I mean, She's like, I just really know. miss Rob and Joss. <laughs> you literally never know. Like... That's amazing. Uh, thanks. I thought so. I'm really getting out there in the community, guys. <laughs> we can it, tell. <laughs> it 
the bikini wax isn't a personal interaction with a listener. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sonoma County knows it all now. I mean. Oh my gosh. They love it. They know it. Thank you for sharing that story. It's a moment of vulnerability and strength. And strength. I got through it. Thanks. Uh, restraint. Tanner, you're up next. You slept 10 hours this weekend. Which I'm, day? Which I day? thought I slept a lot, and I was like, dude, that is a lot of sleep. Then Amber just got to hit me with the 12 hours of sleep. Sorry, it was a long week. Oh, don't apologize. <laughs> it's much deserved. I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast. I mean, everyone in the room knows about this. But when we recorded the last podcast, I didn't know that I was going to hurt myself extremely that evening. So if you don't know what happened, if you're not in the know, I slipped in my shower, did a 360 turn, racked my rib on the tub, broke a rib. It's been hell. I just went in for a CAT scan on last Friday and they're worried some like bone fractures or weird bone slivers or whatever were going to slip out and go hit my organs. Because basically if it happens, I would have to have some type of surgery, which would not be ideal. Good news. No surgery, no little fissures, no weird little shrapnel or anything like that. But the doctor did tell me that I'm probably going to feel the effects of this for the rest of my life, which sucks, which sucks. What are the effects? Just random pains. He said, like, maybe uh, when I'm, like, 40, I'll lift something and I'll just feel like you're a... 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... a ways away. Yeah. <laughs> He's 12. <laughs> At least you got time, dog. Yeah. And he, and he just told me... When you get rib injuries like this, they never heal 100%, which sucks. I mean, my hand is kind of the same way. I had hand surgery when I was 16. I'm like, man, when I get 45, when I'm really up there, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tanner's going to need a hover round by like 36. It's it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> just need one of those like little hoverboards. One of those little buttons you press. Yeah. We're going to have to get you one of those. Yeah. And so it just sucks, but it's the reality of living life. I'm not looking at, he's like, you're definitely going to like be feeling it when you're older. So he goes, and when it gets cold, it's going to hurt a little bit more and stuff like that. So I don't mean to bring down the room, but I did want to know from everyone else. Do you have any sort of injury on your body that you think will affect you for the rest of your life? And oh, when yeah. did it happen? Physically have complications from having spinal meningitis when I was one. So when a you were one? Oh, yeah. What did you do, eat a cantaloupe? I don't even know what happened. It was a whole thing. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. It's almost like you were one and had nothing to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> and some of the complications from that could have happened were like severe, like growth issues with like bones. I could have been completely deaf. We have come to the conclusion that some of the issues with my back and my knees, my joints specifically, are likely from that. I probably need surgery on my right knee, but I just never did it. So it's definitely one of those things where like sometimes I'll just be walking down my stairs and then it's like, oh God, what's that pain? I'm right. gonna fall. Or again, when it gets cold, my joints, especially in my right knee, will hurt, similar to what will happen with you. It reminds me of my grandma. She would go outside and she'd go, oh, my bones are aching. <laughs> me, I'm his grandma. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting that you have to get another surgery because there's nothing worse than knowing you have to get another surgery. I found out like two years ago, they were like, in 10 years, you're probably going to have to get another hand surgery. You're going to be in a cast for like another four months. So that's one of those things that's like, great. I'm looking forward to that, so I'm holding off on it as long as I possibly can. Hopefully the technology and stuff will get better. So maybe I'll just have a, 
uh, you know, an Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader hand. Who knows? Cool. That'd be dope. Yeah, that's that like your dream, cool. dude. It really is. You're asking the wrong guy that question because if you ask me what I think about doctors and their proclamations and their prognostications of forever. What are these words? Bite me. <laughs> I know some of them. <laughs> Bite me. You know how many times they've been in my face with a lab coat and a chart and said forever? They're doctors. And said they no. They do this for a living. Literally Dano. no. Literally no. Forever. This will never go away. When I got my concussion, my bad concussion 10 years ago, I had these terrible headaches and I had like these terrible pain in my neck and they, they couldn't like figure it out. And finally they just said, oh, it's post-concussive syndrome. Oh, what's that? We don't really know what it is, but you're just going to have it probably for the rest of your life. Bye. No follow-up. Nothing. So basically that means you take, have a concussion forever? Take Advil. He had it, and then he doesn't anymore because it's post-concussion, but uh, it's like... <laughs> I just thought he was just going to be running around here concussed all the time. It would explain things, but like... It's a real syndrome. Post-concussion syndrome. I'm looking it up. I so believe you. There was, believe a catcher, there was a catcher for the Giants named Mike Matheny. Remember Mike Matheny? Mm -hmm. He took, I think it was four or five. You know when a when a bat, batter fouls the ball off and it pops the catcher right in the head? Yeah. He took five in a row and oh one at bat. <laughs> so it was like bang, 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 bang. And all of a sudden, like, they had to take him out of the game. And then he had this thing, post-concussion syndrome, which is just Jeez. basically, they call it vertigo sometimes. Literally told me I would never get rid of it. And it takes some Advil and, and is it real? You looked it up? Yeah, I think I have it. Real. <laughs> Headaches, dizziness, fatigue, irritability, mm -hmm. anxiety, mm -hmm. insomnia, mm -hmm. loss of concentration of memory, ringing in the ears, blurry vision, nose and light sensitivity, mm -hmm. rarely decreases in taste and smell. Mm -hmm. That's just my personality right That's there. That's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> All of that. And disruption of time. Time didn't make sense. All well, that of that. Makes <laughs> Prevention. Fasten your seatbelt. Use helmets. you got to use helmets. Take action at home to prevent falls. And take Advil and don't drink uh, caffeine. And that was their solution. I, he might be right, and I hope that it's tolerable for you. But also, they are so invested in being right that they love just giving you absolutes so that they can be like, see, I told you. I told you it might be your whole life. Because they don't want to get sued. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> Medical school, boo! No. <laughs> So that's your one injury, the post-concussive. I have several. I don't want to take over the whole podcast, but they told me the same thing about my allergies. I yeah. have really bad allergies. I took every treatment available, and then they finally just told me, like, dude, you're stuck with it. You're never going to be able yeah. to. And then now I take a, an herbal pill twice a day, and it's fixed. Dano gave me these herbal pills. He, like, reached into behind his desk, and he pulled out these mystery pills. He's like, take these. And he gave them to me. I was like, what are these mystery I was almost scared, like, putting it down. I was like... Am I going to become Dano and start wearing board shorts like once I <laughs> put these in? They're Dano bills. Yeah, they worked great. My eye, my eyes were super happy afterwards. I, 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 Let I, me I, get one. You want them? I got a stuffed up nose. You think it'll help it? I don't think I have any today, but I'll totally get you Just something. send me the brand. Yeah, I will. They're amazing. I got a crusty nose. You think it'll help? Uh, I love your crusty nose. Blue, Thanks, Blue Ken. Poppy original. I think it's Blue Poppy Herbs Aller Ease is what it's called. Sorry. Anyways, that's what I think. Cool. I hope you're okay. Are you okay, Tanner? Medical school! Amber, what about yours? I have a laundry list, but any injury I've ever had, I have problems with now. Especially, they say the weather doesn't cause it, but I swear to God, I know when it's going to rain. Because, like, my wrist will hurt. Oh, that's a very real thing. My shoulder will hurt. I, like, broke a collarbone and damaged the muscles, like, 
in my upper body when I played soccer, I was rolling and like a bunch of girls rolled on top of me. Oh. So, well, yeah, I was like running to like make a goal and the girl behind me tripped me and there was two girls beside me that like sandwiched me. Mm. So when I was falling over, like every single girl in the world like fell on top of me. So I broke my collarbone. So it hurts sometimes. Yikes. And then all of these muscles are damaged, which is why like I have no upper body strength because I can't do too much. Like at F45, like I hurt my shoulder, like doing a push up out of a pool chair. Like, <laughs> so I have, I broke my wrist. Um, I accidentally hit my wrist on a girl's jaw when I was playing basketball. Did you deck her? You no, it was her, a total accident. She said her jaw was fine, but she broke my wrist with a big jaw. <laughs> so that hurts. And then Amber I have, decked her. <laughs> Just I Amber decked her. <laughs> <laughs> thrown out hooks. I did. It broke my wrist. Uh, what age? I'm Fifteen at the time. You were totally throwing hands. <laughs> yeah. Milledgeville, Georgia, the no. pride of Milledgeville. A couple of golden boxing gloves. There, there are haymakers. There are teachers haymakers. there. They go. You remember when that Ember Henderson girl just clocked that girl? That's what we'd be famous for. <laughs> yeah. What an incredible bout she had with Shelly Williams. That girl was on the mat bleeding from her eye. <laughs> Katrina Neergarth, who was dying. Katrina Neergarth. And she was totally fine. I have tendonitis also in my right foot, which is a pain, and I'm going to have it for the rest of my life, and there's no known cure, so. Us four fine. collectively yeah. have the ailments of an entire retirement community. <laughs> it's bad. And it's all very different things. It's ridiculous. I only gave you two of mine. I'm telling you, I have a laundry list. That's not even all of them, but I just, like, sports are bad. That's all I'm going to say. Tanner yeah. just fell out of his tub, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking back, like when the day comes that I have kids, they are not playing violent sports like I did from the age of five. Like I, I love my mom, but playing football at five years old, what the hell were you, like tackle football? I don't know, dude. You were living. Wait, dude, did, I living. Say I, did I say I was playing basketball when I hit the girl's jaw? No. Oh, okay. That's why you guys thought I decked her. No. I was going up for no, a I, Yeah, you did say. Did I? Yeah, you, you did. I had problems with time. <laughs> just you can't use that as an excuse. I'm just kidding. You can. I'm totally better by now. By the way, I realized I didn't say that. Totally better. <laughs> anyway, sorry, yeah. Tanner. Yeah. About your things. Yeah, it sucks. I'm getting better, but it's going to be a six-month-long process. And you might not know this about ribs, but when you break a rib or multiple ribs, there's nothing you can do except for just. Hang in there, and it's one of the most annoying injuries of all time. I also have a low liver count, just one of those weird things with my body. What, you've only got one? I, I actually have 12. Oh, hi, Michael. <laughs> President of our company, everybody. Michael hey! stays in the, in the room on the podcast. I'm saving myself for the next meeting. That's right, that's right. <laughs> carry on, carry on. Thank right. you, thank you. I actually have 12 livers. Just kidding. <laughs> just my liver's me kind of messed up. It's always been a little bit wonky since I was a baby. So I have to not be able to take that much ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. And so I just have to like manage my pain. Mm -hmm. But if I take too much ibuprofen one day, I have to drink this stupid tea that tastes like crap. Lipton or? No. <laughs> it's basically oh, green so tea with like all the lemon you could ever yeah, imagine. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> it. has got to go make, he's got to leave right now to go make himself a cup of exactly that. Yeah. Right, go have that. Yeah. So it just sucks. It's just one of those things. But in six months, this boy's going to be on them streets I'm feeling gonna, himself. I'm going to talk you up right now. Don't let that doctor get in your 
head with this crap. Okay, because it might it might be you might stick around on your body for a while, and it might feel it in thirty five. But what and what's better is to just say so what, than to go. This is gonna be permanent. Whoa. That's what they do. They they throw this Eeyore on you and like this these shackles of forever. And you're like, he was right. So what? So what hurts? So you work through it. Battle through it. Maybe it'll get better. Yeah. Maybe send good vibes. You ever send good vibes somewhere? That helps. I'm not <laughs> I need, on it. I need some Chris Jansen in my life ASAP so he can. That's right. So the thing is too is like, I can like feel where it's broken on my rib. I kind of wish it stuck out just a, like a little bit so it looked like. You I had wish some... it stuck out? Yeah, just so like I so look tough. So he can be even more dramatic. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's my job. I just no. want to look tough in some aspect of my life. He just wants to be as dramatic as you. That's right. Yep. Everybody <laughs> wants to be like you. No, I hope not. Your rib is just, currently... Just us in the room. Your rib is currently separated right yeah. now at this moment. Separated. Well, it's basically like kind of layered on top of each other. Oh. So I'll try to explain it the best I can for our podcast listeners out there. Do you have an x-ray? They won't send me a damn x-ray and it's driving. I will show you guys once I get it, but they won't do it until I pay them. He Googles like broken rib x-rays on Google. They won't do it until I'm caught up on my medical bills. (laughs) And so basically they're like a little bit layered on top of each other as of right now. Like one bone is sticking over the other one and they're anticipating it just to go back to normal. So could I slide like an ace of hearts through there? Possibly, yeah. If you really got in there. (laughs) Oh. Makes me want to throw up, please, yeah. Dad. Yeah, okay. You should have seen me when I saw the x-rays. I was like, ugh. Like a $2 bill. Yeah. Right through. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Why a $2 bill? <laughs> Not any dollar bill. Is that bill. a saying that I don't know? No, or? I'm just chumming up with the imagery. Just kidding. <laughs> feeling $2 it today. Bill. The flow. Wasn't John Adams oh on the $2 gosh. bill? Thomas Jefferson. What? Really? Yeah. For a second, I was Dude, like, I don't know. For a second, I was like, he's on two, but then I remember it's Andrew Jackson <laughs> that's on the, on the 20. 20. Yeah. John Adams. I don't know if that John Adams is on any money. Are you looking at me? You don't I know. don't have any money. Wow. <laughs> you don't know. It was Thomas your, J. Your old dead white dudes right off the top of your head? No. Apparently, there was a rare $3 bill where Bill Clinton was on it. No. That's what it says. I forgot. In the year 2005, they decided to make $1 (laughs) coins of all the presidents of the United States. And so I guess John Adams is technically on a one. Why did that catch on? Those were so cool. I know. I collected coins when I was a kid. Might not surprise anybody. (laughs) Nerd. And then Sacagawea was on one of them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she was the original one, and then they created all of the presidential series based off the Sacagawea coin. They just coin. do that so weird people like you spend $25 on a dollar coin. Absolutely. We, I, had, we collected the state ones. The yeah. 20, the yeah. State quarters. Cent, the quarters, yeah. yeah. We had like a map that were, like where you put the quarters in. What's on the back of the California quarter? Do you guys know? <clears throat> no clue. I think was it's that the back? the state with a bear. <laughs> oh, I think it's a redwood tree. We're really getting off topic. The Sorry, is a peach. I got really excited about it. Yeah, that makes sense. A peach. <laughs> I got really excited about coins there for a second. From the guy who wore a cape to school for years. <laughs> not surprising at all. 2005, it's Yosemite and John Muir. Mm. So it's John Muir looking at Half Dome, and there's a, like a bird of some kind. Looks maybe like an eagle. If anybody cares on the Washington State coin, my home state, there is Mount Rainier, a lake, and a salmon fish jumping out of the lake that's actually bigger than Mount Rainier. 
This is Coin Talk on NPR. <laughs> I could do a full-blown <laughs> coin podcast. I'm writing that one down. Tanner, I hope that you feel better. I hope yeah. that it doesn't stick with you your whole life. I hope that you're able to mend soon. Well, if it does stay this way forever, I can probably learn a pretty cool card trick. <laughs> so. Some David Blaine weird no. shit. The Ace of Hearts came from. Everyone's like, Tanner, why are you taking off your shirt? You'll see. <laughs> Wait, do you guys know what the California State Bird is? Um, nah. <laughs> I, when you say it, I'll know it. I know the flower is the poppy. Yeah. Isn't that like a turkey or something random? It's like a little quail. It's so cute. Look at that bird. little fat guy. It's like me if I was a bird. I've <laughs> never seen one of those in my life here. Dude, this is awesome. Never. No, you've never seen that? Black crow, yes. The Dude. Sonoma County bird should definitely really be should the be turkey. The seagull. Yeah, it seagull. should be the seagull. Yeah. Seagull's the bird of California. Stealing French fries. And, I'm, and I guarantee New York's bird is not the pigeon, and it should be. Yeah. No. Big facts. I'll, I'll go up next because I got uh, eight and a half hours uh, of sleep. Oh, it's the Eastern Bluebird. Sorry. What is that? The state of New York's bird is the Eastern Bluebird. Yeah. Baloney. Pigeon. <laughs> Be real. <laughs> I'll go next. Iconic, iconic country song. Who wants to talk a little Brooks and Dunn right now on the podcast? Do Everybody. It. I do. Because they were on a show on Apple's country radio station thing that exists. Seth Tanner, I think you yep. listened to it. Don't listen to that, listen to Froggy. But they did an interview on the show where Ronnie Dunn revealed that he almost passed on the song My Maria. I was reading Maria, that thing. Maria, Maria, Maria. Right, right? You know, everybody know that song? Hell yeah. Fun facts, that was a cover. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, this uh, artist in the 70s named B.W. Stevenson, I listened to it, recorded it first. It is almost identical and the reason why Ronnie almost passed on it was he considered it a rock song. He says in the interview, quote, I was hesitant to do it because I thought, oh man, it's just that falsetto thing. That's where he's all pie like that. Uh, it's a rock song in my opinion, and I was very much wrong about it. Ronnie did not, uh, this is kicks. Ronnie did not want to cut that song, and I did not see that as a cover song. It was a regional hit, but I can't tell you how many people to this day think we wrote that song. Yeah. So, of course, they finally cut the song. It ended up being the first single from their album, Borderline, in 96. Not only did it go number one, it became the most successful song of the year in country music that year and won them a Grammy for Best Country Performance by a vocal group or duo. Grammys, like, are very rare for country artists, in my opinion, because yeah. the Grammys are so spotty. What year is that again? 96. What's up? So, Sierra's born. Uh, uh, done. Or when the Braves won the World Series. Yeah. I'm not sure which is important. Probably you. <laughs> so, I thought that was awesome. One, I just wanted to talk about that song. Everybody liked that song? Everybody's like, I love that song. that song. I yeah, thought it was... Brooks and Dunn almost recorded God Bless the Broken Road. No. Really? They, they had it on hold. They, like, because that's how you do it. You, like, find a song, you basically call dibs on it. Right, yeah. And then <laughs> if you don't get around to cutting it, it goes back on this list. But, yeah, wow. they had it on hold. I'm trying to imagine them performing it. Maybe it's just because Rascal Flatts, like, well, that, it, that so wasn't iconic. originally Rascal Flatts either. I think that that was technically a cover, but hmm. Brooks maybe, and Dunn were going to do it. Maybe Life is a Highway is what you're thinking of. No, I'm pretty sure another group recorded it, but it wasn't like a single mm -hmm. or a hit or anything like oh, that. Oh, you're talking, okay. 
That happened with the Zach Brown band, actually. Chicken Fried was a song Zach wrote, and then he let a group called The Lost Trailers record it, and it's out there. You can listen to it. And then he hmm. took it back, basically, and was like, nah, that's going to be my first single. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to ask the group. I mean, I could not even imagine, like, who knows what would have happened with Brooks and Dunn had they not recorded that song, had they not released that song. Think about how many, like, people know that song, like, love that song. And it just called to my mind those moments where it's, like, decision time, like, fork in the road, like where you were either totally wrong about something where you're like, ugh, that sucks, and then you end up like, it ends up being the biggest thing you ever wanted to do. Or or just something where you like, there's a decision you had to make and what your life would be like if you had made the other choice, right? Like if you'd said no to coming to Froggy 92.9, right? So uh, I wanted to ask the room, you have any moments like that in your life where it's like, you know, the decision's upon you and uh, or maybe something you were really wrong about? I almost flew across the country for a boy. I had met this guy and I was really into him and his band was in Boston recording their album and I I considered it. It was a what, thing. What year? Uh 2008, I think. So I, that didn't end up happening, which is fine. Like you were going <laughs> to live there? You No, like I was just going to like like take the like the risk and like see if something would work out between me and this guy mm -hmm. and like you know hey this is the first thing i'm going to make this grand gesture like let's try and make something work for us um luckily i had friends that said you're an insane person mm. you can't get on a plane that doesn't seem like you it it isn't but like the connection that me and this person had we're still friends it's a wonderful guy. Did you guys message over MySpace or something? No, we, we texted each other because <laughs> uh, we're adults. Come on. T9? <laughs> yes. I had a Blackberry. Oh. Uh, Tanner, that is so rude. <laughs> I want you to level with us. It's Josh Groban. <laughs> come on. We're Groves. Making an album, Boston, come on. Jo Josh Groban, where does that even come from? <laughs> This is my favorite. I'm trying podcast. to figure out. I'm trying to figure out who it is. You, some of you have probably even met this person. Face Rice. <laughs> it's not Josh Face Rice. Where does it grow on? Stephen Jenkins. I would have been like, okay, Stephen well, Jenkins. Let's, burr, burr. let's be real. I might have flown across <laughs> the country. You for would Stephen have thrown yourself in front of a bus for Stephen Jenkins. <laughs> anyway, I did not do it, and it's great because I love my life and I love how everything turned out. But it was something I considered. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Amber, you can say no because uh, you've no, always made I the mean, right there's choice. There's definitely plenty of things like, I mean, probably the biggest thing is coming here. Like, it was a huge risk, and you guys wanted me to, like, start immediately, and I was, like, freaking out. And I was just like, oh, this is, like, a big leap. I, I don't know. Like, I'm moving literally across it, the country. Leap. Yeah. <laughs> That's a frog joke. Yeah. No, I... I was like, is this the right thing to do? Actually, you know what? I didn't think of that at all. As soon as you guys wanted me here, I was like, I was dead set because I was miserable back in Georgia. But I wonder what would happen if I hadn't gotten the job, if you guys hadn't liked me. And, you know, how miserable I still would have been doing <laughs> classic country Saturday night every Saturday from 
From six to midnight. Oh God, no, it'd have been so bad. Amber, what's up? Who's that guy I used to call? Uh, the ta- uh, but the he has an like icebox refrigerator. Oh my gosh. Guy? Uh, cooler, cooler man. Cooler man. What, what Ter- it? No, not Terry. It's the cooler man. I don't know. He always used to call. He made he coolers always... out of his garage. But what did he ask you to play? He's like he used to say something to you. I wish I could remember. Oh darn! It was like. It was like, keep it fast and ready for me, Amber. Oh like, my gosh, yes, I wish I could remember. Uh, no, but I got all kinds of calls. Like this one guy I used to call, and he had like, he definitely had been smoking his whole life, and he was like, this is the Amber fan club president midway <laughs> chapter. I want to hear. <laughs> Con, what's her name? He always used to call in. Uh, anyway, uh, he always used to call, I want to hear Lizzie the Rain Man. <laughs> Lizzie and the Rain Man or something. Oh, my God. Tanya Tucker. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it would have been different for sure. I loved that show, and I loved doing that show, but, like, the schedule was miserable, and you guys know, like, I was it, really overworked. And not that I'm not overworked here. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, that I think that was a decision that could have went one way or the other, but I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I didn't say no, and I'm glad you guys didn't say no. Agreed. Yay! Tanner? I love that. One single tear goes down. Probably (laughs) the biggest decision for me that I think altered my life forever was the decision between my sophomore and junior year of college of dropping out of college to pursue radio full time. That was literally, and I knew in that moment, I was like, this is a life altering decision. I could really go one way with this or go the complete other. And I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect. It was literally the day before classes started at my college when my boss from, you know, the radio station I was working, I came like, hey, so we wanted to bring you on full time, but we can only pay you for two hours a day. And I was like, can only what? Yeah, we can only pay you for two hours a day. And this I was is like, at the college station? Or no, this, this is, is at the real station. The real station. A real commercial radio station. Real commercial radio you station. That. You hear that, OSHA? <laughs> and so I I was sitting there, I was like, this is not this station. Yeah, not not Froggy 92.9. I can assure you of that. And I had a decision. I was like, well, I literally make more money at my college radio station. <laughs> but this is like a really good opportunity. And I was doing a thing where I was going from the commercial radio station, driving two and a half hours to my college station. And I was like, you either got to completely go with one thing or the other. You can't just kind of half-ass in between. And, and so I literally just popped up my screen of all my classes at uh, my college. And I was like, what are you going to do, dude? What are you going to do? And I also was like, well, if I'm getting paid this little, I literally can't afford to drive back to my mom's house in Puyallup every dang day. I could literally sleep on a couch here. There's a gym nearby I could wash myself at. I could stay with people and stuff like that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make the leap. I can always go back to college. I don't, I'm not sure if an opportunity is ever going to come back like this. Wow. And from that decision on... I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. I just remember deleting myself from my classes, like my hands shaking. I was like, this could be either the best or worst decision of my entire life. Wow. And then I literally said, 
fuck it, deleted my classes, and I was like, I'll take it. I'll take the minimum wage for two hours a day. Wow. Let's go. Let's get crazy. Didn't stay with that show as long as I thought I was going to, but right. it ultimately led me to be here because I don't think if I if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't be here at Froggy 92.9. And who the hell knows what I would be doing now? I mean, I'd probably have a college degree, which would be great. What would I be I've doing? I've got two. There's nothing for me. <laughs> I was about to say, like, if I had the opportunity you had while I was still in college, I would have dropped out, too, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel the, better. I would have done the same thing. Because nobody understood why I was doing what I was doing. They were like, oh, they're like, why can't they just wait until you get out of college? And I was like, you don't get it. The opportunity is now. <laughs> Steve Jobs dropped out of college, okay? <laughs> Good excuse. Bill Gates, too. And they're like, Good how does excuse. that apply to radio at Einstein all? Einstein didn't even like elementary school. <laughs> yeah, why about that? And so everybody in my life was just like, what the hell are you doing, dude? They were like, you're sleeping on the couch, that couch? I've heard things happen on that couch, on the radio, on another radio station. And I was like, I don't care. I'll make it work. And uh, ultimately, that led me to be here. So I'm, I'm super thankful for that experience. Uh, when I think I'm having a rough day, I think about that period in my life. And it yeah. puts things in perspective. It's like, well, at least you're not, you know, washing your armpits in the sink anymore, you know, so. Not every day. Not every day. Just on days <laughs> where our AC's broken. <laughs> the last six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Sorry, sharing that one. That's a good one. What about you, Dan? My story is, it's it's also, I think we're hearing career, we're hearing love life. Like, those are obviously two huge things that are in your life. And I Definitely career, um, because I was, without boasting, a very good student in high school. I was in a ton of AP classes. I passed a bunch of AP tests. I got a five on the AP calculus test, which is a perfect score. Like, amazing, like... But thank you. I'm the only person <laughs> clearly still proud of it too. Right? Sorry, I remember. Awesome. Hey, I barely uh, got through algebra two. What's up? <laughs> so hard. I had all this math and science that I was good at, and I was pretty good at English too. And so I was. I got into Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, which is a very good science school, and I was in the chemistry major, and I was in some honors classes in Cal Poly, like on a track to become a scientist, and I did not want to do it. I had no interest in science. I've told this a little bit on the podcast before, but just didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. Didn't want to, I didn't know what the end goal was. Like it wasn't like you're gonna become a scientist so you can make a nuclear bomb so you can kill the aliens that are attacking us, right? Like there's no goal in mind. It's just like, just to be a scientist. To study what? To be one. Why? So you get paid. I'm like, where is the mission? Right? And so I, would, I wouldn't want to go to class. I wouldn't want to take a lab. I wouldn't want to register for anything because it's like, like you would miss, you know, sea captain class if you didn't want to be a sea captain. So eventually, like, I got bad grades and, like, it came to the point where it's just like, this is not what I want to do. Like, this isn't what I want to do with my life. And so I had total burnout at Cal Poly and came back home and the debate was like do i get my ish together and be a good student which i know how to be a good student i just wasn't or i've got this other thing i've got this radio thing this media thing that i've kind of always wanted to do but my my family bless their heart like they have no experience with that hey guys tanner here so during the podcast someone came into the studio and started eating. So if you hear some rufflage, that's why. Back to Inside Froggy 92.9.
we had they had no experience with that. So it would be the equivalent of me telling them that like, look, guys, I, I want to be a clown. This is what I want to be. I want to go to clown college and be a professional clown. And they have no like knowledge that you can do that for a career. Same thing with radio. They had no idea that you could do that for a career. And I didn't really either. But I was like, I just told my mom, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to be in radio. Like, I want to do it. I want to be a radio DJ. And she was like, okay, well, you got to get a college degree. <laughs> so uh, that's how I ended up at SF State. That's how I got this internship. That's how I started working here. And, and here I am. But I, I can only imagine. Thank you. Thank you. I can only imagine what my life would have been like if I decided to go back to Cal Poly or decided to to engineering. Be a scientist. Yeah. Find a mission. Then you could say, instead of, I'm not a scientist, I'm a scientist, I know! <laughs> I guess so, I imagine right? that's what your voice would sound like, too, if, if you was. had become a scientist. I even worked in a lab that that summer after the bat, first bad year. I worked at a lab over in Napa with a coat and glass. I have a picture and everything. We'll see it. Bring it out, bring it out. I'll find it after we're done here. Anyways, Almost Maybes. I guess we could have called that segment Almost Maybes, like the Jordan Davis song, yeah. too. All right. Wait. Yay. Of course she does. We're almost out of time, and I don't really have anything. All right. You sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already, and stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy929. Inside Froggy92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.